0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city.
0: This is why we play.
1: This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.
0: Rips this one to right center field. A long run for Gardner. Still chasing that ball, and it's going to go off the wall in right center field. Gurriel scores. They're going to send Tyler White a play at the plate. Safe at home. Tie ball game. A double by Torino's ties
1: it joined now in the Astros' dugout player of the game. Robinson Chirinos came through with a, a big game-tying two-run double off of Zach Britton in the seventh inning. And Robinson,
2: just take us through that at bat. Kind of what was going through your mind? What were you trying to do? Uh, I was trying to, to see the board up. I mean, facing him before, he can be a tough, tough guy with a two seam. And when he's down in the sun, I mean, as a hitter, it's tough to to put that ball in the air. And I was looking, I was looking up. Before I went to hit, Carlo told me like, "Hey, make sure you see that fastball in your eyes, like ice level, because when it's, when you see it, it's like in the middle of the sun, it's just a tough pitch to hit because yeah. it's a it drop lay." And it, that's what I did. I was able to stay inside the board and put a good swing to the board.
0: Robinson, one of the keys too for a pitcher like that who has sink and a little run to the pitch is not to try to pull him.
2: No, you can. You know when you're facing a guy like that. That's the last thing you wanna do. When you go out there pulling the board, you're gonna get around and and hit a ground board to third base. So I was trying to see it up and make sure I hit the bottom of the board to hit a land dry and a fly board, and thank God I did it. But I mean have to take tip you had to Whitey. You know he Yeah. It's great he yeah. I mean he He took some good pictures and, and, and walked and I was able to hit with two two guys on so that was, that was huge for us. Well,
1: Robinson Torino saw you get a lot of big hits for the Rangers against the Astros. Glad you're on our side now. Thanks for joining us. Uh, God bless you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Robbie. Yankees down to their final out. But their last hope, well, it's a pretty good hope as far as the Yankees are concerned. That's Aaron Judge. He's reached all four times. A home run, a single, two walks. 0 for 8 with six strikeouts. Again, Osuna, first pitch. And that's lined in right field. Right at Springer. Backs up a step. Makes the catch. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros win their fourth in a row, taking game one of this three-game series from the Yankees by a final of 4-3. to
0: Bullpen sewing things up. The Astros showing themselves to be very worthy of locking these games down. These tight ones. Presley and Osuna just about automatic these days.
1: And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where tonight the Houston Astros take on the New York Yankees in Game Two of a three-game series. Astros took the opener four to three yesterday. Robinson Chirinos two hits, including a game tying two run double. Carlos Correa two hits, including the go ahead RBI single. As the Astros have won four in a row, and they ended the Yankees' win streak at three games. Astros are 6-5 and five on the year, while the Yankees are 5-5. Five and five. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Astros will send Garrett Cole to the mound this evening, and Cole... You look at the win-loss record, 0-2, but he's pitched well in both of those starts.
0: Yeah, that's why you don't look at the win-loss record, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's starting to discount uh, what you do in the wins and losses now for just that very reason. Coles only received two runs of support total in those first two starts, but he's looked great. Uh, everything looks top-notch, especially with the velocity, the high-end velocity pitcher, a lot of power
1: and command to go with it. Meanwhile, Jonathan Loisica getting the ball for the Yankees, a guy who's making his second start of the year. Nine appearances with the Yankees last season. None of these Astros have ever faced him. Can we call him Johnny Lasagna? It sounds like <laughs> it's going to be a little easier.
0: Now he's he's electric and he's not very big either. He's listed at five foot eleven, so you could probably expect he might be a, a little bit shorter than that too. But uh, when he's healthy, he's electric. I mean, he's got a mid to upper nineties on, on the fastball, sharp breaking and breaking and pitch uh, that sweeps a little bit. So in between a curveball and a slider and a and a decent changeup and. Like I said, he's been in pro ball since 2013. He's only thrown a little bit more than 150
1: innings total. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. And you look at what was key for the Astros last night. They were able to get to the back end of the Yankees' bullpen. Uh, two of their better relievers, Zach Britton, Adam wanted wound up giving up three runs combined. Can't count on that every single night. But you think about the fact... You get to those guys early in the series in a game that the Yankees lose could affect their availability the rest of this series. I
0: think so. Adovino with 30 pitches in, in yesterday's ball game, And, yeah, you don't want to uh, live and die by trying to beat the, the back ends of some of these bullpens like the Astros have with the Oakland A's and New York Yankees in the last two games. But it's nice to know that they can do it. They don't give up. Uh, we've seen that now since A.J. Uh, Hinch took over the helm since 2015, especially at Minute
1: Maid Park. Never count them out. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros shortstop Carlos Correa. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford Boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Into the Landry's Crawford Boxes.
3: How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bock? Carbox Crawford Bock pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Well, AJ, there's an
0: exciting win once again. You guys coming back late in the game. It's kind of been a trademark since you've taken over. I just want to get a sense of what it's like in the dugout in the last three innings of a game. You might be down one, two, or three runs, but... What's some of the chirping going on? I know you like to say even keel, but what do you what do you sense? Yeah.
3: Well, I think our guys are pretty much the same, and we we don't we don't really get too intense or too wound up, or um, you know there there's maybe a heightened sense of 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 prep on the relievers. There's a little bit more interaction going on later in the game because they're generally bringing in different reliever every inning or even every hitter. Um, so there's a little more interaction among the coaches and, and players, but. Our demeanor's relatively the same. I mean, it may be not as intense in the early innings as we are late, but it's, it's not all that measurable, and I think it's one of the consistencies on our team.
0: A lot of times it starts with that leadoff batter, but it just seems to me like everybody tightens up their strike zone more than more than ever early in those innings.
3: Yeah, well, the specialty part of pitching in that in those situations probably dictates that. I mean, there there's generally one way a guy's going to attack you. If Zach Britton's coming in, you're going to get a sinking fastball, and I think you can lock in a little bit easier than maybe a four pitch mix guy at the beginning of the game. But um, I do think the guys have an have an awareness of. How many outs are left, and, and that you have, you know, there's a little more intensity in the innings. Maybe the, the at bats are a little more connected, but um, I don't want to make a living on on coming back from the A's bullpen and the, or against the A's bullpen and the Yankees bullpen. Right. That's, a, that's a recipe that's tough. You talk
0: about specific relievers, and with Zach Britton, a lefty facing Torinos, he mentioned to us in the postgame uh, that he made sure that he wasn't going to try to pull. That ball with with Britton because that's that's usually death.
3: Yeah, so much movement and it's always yeah. down. Chirinos is a good low ball hitter, so that it was a good matchup for him as long as he didn't try to do too much. We saw the earlier at bats right before that, um, you know, with those pulled ground balls to third base and, and, and a pulled ground ball to the to the third base side of the pitcher from Diaz. So it's, if you can stay through the ball and, and and if you get the ball up a little bit, you know, he'll supply a lot of the power. But easier said than done when it's 95 and sinking.
0: He also credited uh, the bat right before him, Tyler White drawing mm-hmm. the walk, and and you've talked about how difficult or how challenging it's been early on to get your bench players regular time.
3: Yeah, it's good, and, and those and that's the strike zone judgment is the toughest thing for those guys to maintain. You know, when you get every, every day at bats, there's a lot of feedback all the time. When you only play once every other day or once every three days, um, the one thing I worry about with the hitters is whether or not they're gonna gonna be a little too anxious or not balanced. So. Whitey did a good job of, you know, he, right there he he feels like he can change the game if he gets a good pitch to hit, but he stayed disciplined, draws the walk, and then flew around the bases similar yeah. to how you or I would have back in the day.
2: <laughs>
0: With the piano, right? Right. All right, so uh, these bench players, what do they do to start getting ready for their at-bats? They go back and, and take some flips?
3: Yeah, I mean, Troy Snicker uh, and Alex Cintron, both, either one of them take them back to the cage and they get themselves ready, and I think they're they're playing a little bit of a chess match with me, too. They, they learn kind of how I'm going to use them or where I'm going to hit them. And, you know, the, the, the communication's really good in the dugout. So Tony Kemp will come up and say, hey, what do you got? Or Jake Marisnik will come up and say, what do you got? I mean, it's as they get to about the fifth, sixth inning, you start to see them stir a little bit. You know, I, when I first started managing, I would always get pretty upset if, if the players weren't out in the dugout the whole game. And then you start to realize those, those guys have to go get ready. And so three or four position players will go, Beginning in the fifth inning, will go and get themselves ready and hit off the cage or hit off the machine in the cage, get their legs loose on a bike or a treadmill, and, and, and wait to get put in.
0: You use your bench coach to try to remind guys, mm-hmm. say, "Hey, is, there's a chance you might hit for so and so?" Yeah, I
3: mean, Joe does a good job of, of of communicating for me and staying, trying to stay one step ahead of me. I mean, by now, most of these players have all been around I me. Mean, Diaz being the one guy that's having to learn kind of how I communicate or how I how I'm, I don't want to ambush him with a move, but. That's Joe's, one of Joe's primary jobs is to be a step ahead of me. You know who's boring on this team? You. Besides me, <laughs> um, Ryan
0: Presley. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I can fill out my scorebook. Uh, before he even comes into the ball game, it's it's a matter of whether he strikes out one or two.
3: Yeah, no, that's that's a good kind of boring. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say a ton. He, he he does punch out a guy or two. And the other day when he when he you know he gets contact early in the game or early in his outing, I'm like, hey, you feeling okay? <laughs> like I'm used to the punch out, punch out, soft ground ball to first. Yeah. Like that's usually his uh, his three or his three inning out or three out outing. What do you know about
0: Loisica? He's pitching for the, the Yankees tonight here. He's got a lot of power.
3: Yeah, young kid, and and they've protected him. He's only up to 70 pitches last time out and and I think only 85 innings last year. So they've been very, very cautious with him. High-end fastball, he pitches up. Um, so it'll be important for us to, to get on top of it and and beat the ball to the spot. But, um, you know, promising arm for them. He's got a little breaking ball, got a little change up. You know, it depends on how how deep they let him go. Their bullpen's a little beat up um, from the recent days, so uh, it probably is important for them to get five or six out of them, and so we got to do th- do our best to-, to make them work. All right, I'm Boring Steve Sparks. This is A.J. Hintz. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Sparks. Correa 0-1 against outavino Lifetime. And filled back for the Yankees, except for Bird holding on Brantley. Outfield shaded the other way. 0-1. That's hit off the hands. A broken bat. Dribbler right side. Fielded by Byrd, somebody needs to get the first, Adevito won't get there. Bregman scores, 4-3 to Astros. Off the label, a broken bat, Squibber. That only went about 20 feet up the first baseline. You're talking about dying a
0: hero, that was that bat. Splintered and a quail down the first baseline puts the Astros on top, coming all the way back now.
1: Welcome back, Robert Ford. Joined by Astros shortstop Carlos Correa. Big hit last night, and big in terms of monumental—not necessarily in terms of distance—but hey, you'll take him any way you can get him, right?
4: Uh, yeah, you gotta take him. It's it's a tough game, you know. Uh, hits sometimes are hard to come by, so you know when you get cheap hits like that, you know you gotta appreciate them because they don't come too often.
1: Now you look a lot better at the plate this year. We saw it in spring training. Of course, you were dealing with the the back injury. Uh, last year went on the DL but even after that certainly was affecting you at what point did you feel like all right I've got this behind me
4: yeah um, when I showed up to spring training and uh, started having really good at bats my bat speed was back and you know the exit law of the bat I saw 116 so in spring training so you know at that point I, I knew I was back and you know I was feeling comfortable at the play I was feeling good my bat was feeling great and you know he uh, gave me a lot of confidence did you do
1: anything differently in your off-season preparation, whether it was for your back or anything else?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, more stretch. I did a lot of yoga in the off-season. I stay on top of everything uh, when it comes to take care of my body. And, you know, I, I keep doing it. Uh, so it gets me through the whole year healthy.
1: Do you find that as you get older and get more experience, maybe you spend more time with flexibility as opposed to strength? Because I know it seems like that happens with a lot of guys.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know, being flexible is really important, especially when you're a 6'4", 220, shortstop. Um, you got to be able to stay flexible on the field and be able to to move around real well and be able to prevent injuries.
1: Now, one thing I know you've worked on a lot with Joe Espada is your first step at shortstop. And we've certainly seen, at least from where I sit, see the difference and mm-hmm. see you more explosive. Think about, I think about that play you had in Arlington with the diving stop up the middle and throw. What are some things that... That you do to try and improve on that first step?
4: Is it the mindset and the, and the preparation, uh, the way I prepare before every single pitch, and the mindset I have of you know, trying to get to every single ball that's hit around me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, When you have that mindset and you prepare the right way, I think good things are going to happen. Now,
1: I got to ask you this afternoon Toronto Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox, Red Sox home opener. Charlie Montoyo, manager of the Blue Jays. Alex Cora, of course, former bench coach here, manager of the Red Sox. First ever matchup of two managers born in, in Puerto Rico. That's a real special day for the that's, island.
4: That's a special moment right there. Uh, two managers from Puerto Rico uh, that you know battle and work their way up. Um, it's, it's, it's you know we take a lot of pride on that, and uh, you know, those two guys they know the game uh, a lot, and uh, I'm, I'm very proud of, of what they've accomplished.
1: How much time do you spend in the off-season down in Puerto Rico?
4: Uh, last off-season I spent about three weeks uh, in the off-season and then it was time to prepare and uh, get ready so I had to come back to Houston to start my off-season preparation. What is the state of the island
1: now and, and Santa Isabel, where you're from? You know, obviously Hurricane Maria hit a, a couple of years ago. How, how, are, how are things going?
4: Yeah, we're getting back on our feet after after Hurricane Maria. There, there are other factors and that are hurting the island more like like crime and all this stuff but um, from here game Maria I think as an island we've we've been able to bounce back and and you know get back to our feet
1: what does it mean to you when you go back there and I mean you're you're treated like a hero when you're in Puerto Rico
4: yeah yeah people over there they love baseball and uh, wherever I go you know people people notice me and uh, you know they want a picture and and, and autograph uh, so I, I make sure I I, I I spend some time with, with my fans over there
1: Carlos Correa Astros shortstop. Always great to spend some time with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city.
0: This is why we
1: play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.